welcome to our next episode of Life, Death, and Cookies. I'm Char Tanner. And I'm Oliver Tanner. And um, today we're going to do a little bit more of a practical issue in regards to death, and that's planning your funeral. Practical but fun. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, a lot of people... Actually, I mean, that's one of my points here is that it can actually be kind of fun. I mean... Why would you want to plan your funeral? People might think it's morbid. Um, I've planned my funeral. I know pretty much all my other siblings have as well. I think... I've got an unrealistic plan for my funeral. In your head. In my head. And when you die, yeah. no one will know it. That's Well, they're going to take my head... By then, we'll be able to like take my brain out and read it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Stick it into a machine, and I'll be the main speaker at my own funeral. It'll be awesome. So basically, the reason you would want to plan your funeral is essentially it's an act of love. You know, when someone dies, the people left behind don't want to try and remember your favorite songs and your favorite color and who you would want to be the pallbearers and while they're grieving your loss. You know, if you have it all there for them, they could be like, okay, let's, this is what we're going to do. Makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, less overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and then funerals are essentially for your family and friends, but it's also your memorial or your party to honor you. You should have what you want in it. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, my kids think that this. Sh- I mean, yes, you, you can get other people's input. Like, you know, I've had my siblings, we get on text and they're like, what songs remind you of me, you know, for your, when you're writing down the, the songs for your, that you want for your memorial video. We do, in our families, we do like a slideshow um, mm-hmm. with your favorite songs or whatever songs. So you can get input from other people as well. You know, if you're like, oh, what reminds you of you, of you of me or whatever but it's your basically your last hurrah I mean even though you're not there uh but it's your party so have what have what you want about it I would just appreciate it if when you're dying you can remind me to call the caterer (laughs) like oh hold on one more thing call the caterer yeah right that'd be great and the last well no my last thing is uh it can actually be kind of fun planning your funeral kind of like planning a wedding like like you said catering might be involved flowers are definitely involved yeah. you know colors can be involved clowns um, houses music well, clowns yeah. i mean maybe well, clowns are terrifying well, terrifying clowns might work with the theme of death <laughs> i don't know yeah sorry so sorry guys yeah um there's lots of reasons you don't have to plan your funeral but yeah. I think it's a nice Well, thing. and as my you said your last reason because I had another reason that I added to the list which was, you know, kind of goes along with the clowns and all my comments, I guess, which you know, planning your own funeral, this might be a really great final opportunity to really play a really good prank on your family and friends. Uh, I'm not saying that like, you know, maybe there's like a box and you pop out jack-in-the-box style or anything <laughs> anything like that i mean you could if you want I, I, just throwing it out there you know but uh um i don't know get creative and you know maybe you just like put 
the name of someone you trust on your plans for your praying? Can you just say, hey, oh, to be read only by this person. Don't give any other details. So then there's only one other person in on your joke. So I don't know. I think it sounds like a good idea. I think it would be even... Put the I fun would, in funeral, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, I think that only works if it, like, it would work better if it's you, but then I start then me, and then I was like, you know what? It would be even better if it was someone like me. Exactly, because <laughs> you're not a prankster. You're not a jokester. <laughs> and everybody would be like, Char? <laughs> Although, to be fair, people would probably think that I did it, <laughs> and they'd probably think that it was highly disrespectful and think that I'm a terrible, horrible person Well, now afterwards. I have to start thinking of something. So... <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, look, when Char dies and there's a big old hilarious joke and prank at her funeral, it wasn't me, it's her, okay? <laughs> I'm starting to plan now. I might have had some input on it, but it's not me, it's her. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't blame me. Okay, so let's get into the practicalities, the nitty gritty I have down here. So some of the initial things aren't going to be the actual funeral program but it's related um so first you need to decide if you want to be cremated or buried um you know that's a pretty standard thing that i think most people decide but someone needs to know that right what you want so i want to stop you just for a moment and interject because uh, there is one big consideration with all this that you might want to keep in mind Okay, this really this consideration goes in with a lot of things, but I think it also goes into the planning of your funeral, which is money. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so cremated, buried, totally different costs involved there, right? And so with that issue of money, uh, you know, you can save up for your funeral um, or you can do something like really crazy and get life insurance. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you should probably get life insurance. And we'll um, probably talk more yeah. about the money issues. And Yeah, there will be another episode where we talk more about life insurance and deciding on that. I just want to throw it out there that, you know, when you're planning this, keep in mind the kind of cost that this is going to uh, take up and how, how much that's gonna going be. to take out of your life insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, that may influence how much life insurance you want to get. Right. If you want a bunch of money spent on your funeral, that's perfectly OK. Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine, especially if you got the life insurance for it. And, you know, then take that and add it to whatever it is that you wanted to leave for, you know, covering expenses for people's, you know, as they're adjusting to life without you and things like that. Yeah. Maybe you want your funeral, your whole family go to the Bahamas or something. Yeah. I mean, I would take you, you with them like Weekend at Bernie's style. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be fun. We should do that, Char. Yeah. Um, so after that is um, your funeral home. So most people don't even think about this. And, and I'm not going to go very much in depth to this, but with so many of my family having been, been died and been died, having died. Um, having been died. <laughs> and I don't think... <laughs> Maybe my brother had chosen a funeral home ahead of time. I don't know. Okay. Um, I would have to ask his wife. But um, but we've had very different experiences with each of the funeral homes, and it makes a difference on the family left behind. You want to have, you know, customer service is a thing. 
And it's a huge thing when you're going through a loved one's death. You want yeah. to have a good funeral home that's going to take care of you. Yeah. And I don't think anyone ever thinks about that until you go through three um, deaths in six years. Yeah. And, and, you know, just touching on that point, you know, I realize everybody has a bad day at work. And everybody gets grouchy sometimes, and everybody has other things going on in their life that may uh, bring them down or whatever. But that actually is uh, something that is really important. Anybody working at a funeral home, and, and I'm sorry that, you know, if you're a person who works at a funeral home, I'm sorry that you got this extra pressure, but it really is a thing. You know, you need to have your best day every day that you are interacting with people because they are at their worst day. Yeah. You know, um, somebody dealing with their worst day can't handle your worst day piled on top of it. Yeah. Uh, they just can't. And that might seem insensitive or cruel to say, suck it up, buttercup. But um, to a certain extent, that's exactly what you need to do if you're working in that kind of a capacity well and even and like i said i don't want to go into too much detail because we can probably do a whole episode or at least part of an episode on this but on choosing a funeral home but um you know even none none of them were bad that it was just there were little things that i noticed in some of the other ones and um that made a difference to me as a grieving person so Mm -hmm. that's that's all I'm going to say for now. And so I would say go shopping for a funeral home before you die. I haven't done that yet. I haven't taken my own advice, but um, it's something I ha- it's been, yeah. we've talked about it well, and it's and been in my mind. Over the years, like, you know, and part of it, I think what has stopped you from doing that is we've kind of been in this limbo thing for several years. It wouldn't do us any good to decide on a funeral home necessarily i mean i don't know i feel like we have a little bit more of a timeline on your death where picking a funeral home right now where we live in kansas city kansas might not be the best idea maybe when we move down here to osawatomie we should do that but you know we've talked many times uh, over the years about finding a, a cemetery mm-hmm. finding a funeral home uh, before we left Wyoming, we were even talking about buying burial plots yeah. there in town because we thought that that was going to be our final home. Um, spoiler alert, it wasn't. So. so, yeah, so I forgot to mention, um, you know, choosing a burial plot as well as something that you can do. And choosing a burial plot, um, you can do that, or at, at the least, but um, where you want to be buried, if right. it, if it, if you're going to be buried, um, or, and I know that this is in here somewhere, if you're going to be cremated, what you want done with your ashes, if you're going to have them scattered where, or if someone's going to, if you want to choose a yeah. specific person to keep it on their fireplace mantle, that's where I've seen the others before. I don't yeah. know. Well, see, the convenient thing about keeping it on your fireplace mantle is if it ever spills, you know. Yeah. And you can't get it all up. You can just, like, push it into the fireplace and be like, oh, no, we just we just had a fire recently. Yeah. That's what it was. You know, or if things maybe get mixed in there. Look, 
It doesn't matter as long as it's full and you remember the person, right, Shar? Yeah. Okay, so we're all on the same page here, <laughs> yeah. right? So the next thing is choosing your casket, or at least, I mean, I think at the very least, what material you might want to be. And again, cost comes into choosing your casket. If you're like, what? It's like five thousand fifty. I don't know. I haven't looked at the prices of caskets. Yeah, they're they're like the price of a car. Yeah. So. But they don't go as fast. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, and you can also have examples of pictures. I mean, there's some places you can't, you can go to funeral homes and, like, pay for your funeral all ahead of yeah. time. Um, but you don't necessarily have to do that. Like, you have life insurance for that or whatever. You can do it either way. Um, but, yeah, you can choose your casket ahead of time. Or you can just have, like, examples of ones that you would like, you know. And my, my brother has a legacy binder, I think he calls it, and they have all all their funeral planned out and all this kind of stuff and like all the passwords to get into things you know what to do with my life insurance money all in one place uh -huh. that's a good idea i have a file on my computer so you can like make a pretty collage these are the caskets and i know my sister so are, are we ever going to do an episode where we just like go and look at caskets we could do that as an episode. Is that, is that, I mean, yeah. Because there are a lot of options with cat. Like, there's features. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't even be overly surprised if there's, like, a casket app or something like that where, you know, you can, like, <laughs> check on somebody after they're dead and <laughs> check on your casket app and be like, they're oh, still there. <laughs> <laughs> like, put a camera inside the casket. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Or, probably or something. Is, I don't know. I mean, who knows it. what kind of crazy stuff there is nowadays. <laughs> or we're giving you someone know? an idea. <laughs> uh, that's right. Hey. <laughs> Just remember where you heard the idea first. <laughs> Give us a little cut and we're good. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we could go and, you know, go to a... To a funeral home and yeah, look they at sell caskets. Them and, yeah. yeah. We yeah. could do that. Go to a... Go to a a casket dealership. Yeah. Just look, look. If you go to a casket dealership, um, it's cool. Um, just unlike cars, make sure you uh, leave the used caskets alone. <laughs> so used cars, you know, you can get certified pre-owned. That's cool. Caskets, I would stay away from that. I would maybe just stick with the brand new ones. You know, people say don't ever buy a new car because you lose all your value. But with a casket, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm being picky. That's just my thought. Okay, connected to the casket, we'll move on here. Is like physically? Uh, no. No, not physically. <laughs> um, okay. Your favorite flowers. Um, you can even, I, my sister has examples of casket spreads that she let, you know, the big flowers that go on top of the caskets. Um, you know, sometimes you'll, uh, the families will have, I think with my mom, no, I think with the Angela's funeral, we had, um, flowers, like we each had a flower to pin on. Um, so yeah. you could do that type, like what flower you want, if you want to provide that for your, for your close relatives. Would you, would you say anything about silk floral versus actual flowers? I didn't think about that. What do you have to say about it? Well, I just think if you buy silk floral, you should get some of that bathroom toilet spray, too. So they smell like something, right? There's some good... There are good silk, like... Yeah, get that toilet spray sprayed on there. Oh It'll gosh. smell like flowers. Just be quiet. You're being too ridiculous. 
I'm just saying, Char. There's think, some, like... I've never seen silk floral that actually smelled like anything. No, there they are, don't. Oh, that's what that's you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, so I you just, get the smell. Yes, silk flowers can be nice. Yeah. They'll last longer. I'm just saying get the bathroom spray so they smell good, too. Then you get the whole package. Oh, that's one thing that we did do. Speaking of silk flowers, so... Um, my mom loved pansies, and she had a pansy um, swag type thing, mm-hmm. and so we took that apart. And all of all of us girls had one of our pansies that we could either put in our hair or pin, and um, and uh, and I still have mine. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, silk floral yeah. could be a good idea. So, so you have something to remember exactly yeah and then the toilet spray is just the toilet spray no uh, come on charm you at least for the day smell good on to your favorite your favorite color or colors um you can request people to wear that color to the funeral um or you can request the traditional black i know that's what i well i don't plan on saying you have you should wear these colors necessarily but um, I like color. We always did color. We always wore favorite colors at fun- at our family's yeah. funeral. I think it makes it more. Well, what is your favorite color? Uh, my two favorite colors. Two favorite colors are... are navy blue and yellow. So can I wear like a yellow suit to your funeral? Please don't. <laughs> All right. Fine. Um, well, my favorite color is orange. And I do want everybody to wear orange to my funeral. Orange suits, orange dresses. Somebody shows up with an orange suit with a top hat and a cane, you know, Dumb and Dumber style. That would be awesome. And he's serious. No, seriously, <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. See, that's why you. we need to, we all should just have our funerals before we die so we can be part of it. Anyway, okay. So the other thing is what you want to wear in the casket or even like I know I had a friend who was cremated and she still got dressed so that um, the family could say goodbye to her before she was cremated. So, you know, so what so what you want to wear, even if you're going to be cremated, anything you may want in with the casket with you, a app, a camera app. Camera app, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Like a Game Boy or something? And um, I don't know, like, if this is a thing, because I, I hadn't really heard about it before my family, but who you want to dress you in. Like, I know funeral homes will do that for you, um, but in my family, like, you know, the funeral people will come and help you because dressing a dead person is... Um, not the same as dressing someone that's asleep <laughs> or sick. Uh, that so. would make sense. So, um, and in a future episode, I was thinking when I was writing out this this outline that maybe we'll talk about my experiences. I've only gone to two of our of, of our family's dressing, and so probably and I've people, been to zero. Yeah, and probably people think that that's pretty. Uh, why would you want to go dress your are you being, is that face serious? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That seems weird to me. But, um, I mean, I guess I can understand somebody who uh, you are close with, maybe. It's not like know. they're, like, the funeral, you, the funeral part, whatever that they're, the funeral people, 
they put them in your in their underwear. Okay. okay so it's not like you seem naked. Okay. Well, uh, that's, that's a good bonus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like I said, the, we can talk about that in another episode. So if this doesn't apply to you, just don't worry about it. But, right. you know, I didn't know, like, it must be a thing because we, you know, they did it with, I didn't uh, go to my mom's, but I was there for my brother and my sister's uh, dressings. And I didn't go to my, I don't know if my family participated in my dad's. My dad's was quite a bit before all yeah. that, and I wasn't involved in any of it. Anyway, so that's just something to think about. If it's a thing for you, maybe just let the funeral parlor do it, but choose what you want to wear. Um, where are we? Okay, so musical numbers. Um, you know, that's either you, there may be people singing, you may have um, performances, or, yeah, performances, or and who you would want the performers to be. Um, or the congregation sings songs, you know, that's more of a, like if it's a specific religion and you have, you know, for us there, we have a hymnal, you know, and, right. and there's songs that usually go with funerals and you get to choose those songs, like some, some of the songs, musical numbers in my funeral have nothing to do with death. They're just, uh, some of my, my favorite, um, him like one of them's my favorite him from when yeah. I was a kid so. or like you know again I guess maybe this kind of goes back into that money thing but uh I mean I I've said for years I want a full-on orchestral performance of uh Mozart's Requiem one of my favorite pieces yeah at, at my funeral yes you're all going to sit there through the whole thing <laughs> um look I'm just saying my funeral is going to be pretty awesome, okay? I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there too? So if it's a case of the congregation going to be singing, you would you could choose who's going to play the piano, who's going to conduct the music. Um, you know, a lot of uh, things now, there's not really much music. You don't have to worry about it if you don't want to. Um, next is you need to choose who's going to give the eulogy or life story, a lot of people call it now. Um, one thing you wanna do, leaving your legacy binder or somewhere, um, is leaving facts from your life. Um, just like your birthday, the day you got married, the date of your children's births, just for the person to, they don't have to go scrambling, trying to find all that thing, you know, when you graduated from college, if that's something that was important that you want to have included. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily put graduating from high school. Well, I mean, maybe. Uh, whatever dates and facts from your life, you know, where you got married, where your kids were married, those type of things for the person that will be giving the eulogy. And you can even, other things that you may want included that um, you want to be remembered for, that type of things, write it down so that it's there and of course someone needs to know where this binder is or if it's a file on a computer how to access it or it's no good if you ever do it um, um so some also religious specific things um would be who would give the prayers for us you know we have things like the prayer at the viewing the prayer you know the opening and closing prayer the prayer um at the gravesite well that's just like the dedicating so who would give the prayer who would give the dedication of the gravesite um also then like i already said the hymns 
We also have a specific type of talk that we have that's called a plan of salvation talk that just kind of talks about what happens to us after we die and so who. Um, right. And that, that's more of a religious thing. Yeah, that's why it's um, religious specific. Yeah. So you'll have, you know, if you, you have a different um, religion or have no religion, then there may be other things that we aren't mentioning that you need to think about right. who you would want to assign. Family traditions, cultural yeah. kinds of things. Um, I mean, I know that different cultures have different uh, traditions or maybe even rituals yeah. surrounding death. Uh, maybe there's different things about mourning that go into it. Uh, I don't know everybody's different cultural traditions or practices, so I'm not really going to comment on any of that. But, you know, if it's uh, something that is going to be meaningful to your family and to your friends, then it's probably something that you should uh, plan in there and give some heavy consideration to. You know, one of the things that, like you've said before, and it's true, uh, is that your funeral... It's not, it is about you, it is for you, it's your funeral, but it's not really so much for you as for everybody there who loves you, Mm -hmm. right? It's more for those people and to give them uh, a way to send you off, a way for them to find some closure, Mm -hmm. right? And a way... um, I think, I don't know, I think of it as kind of like one final thing that when people think of you, they think of maybe your funeral. And they think of um, that experience, that time when they all got together and said goodbye. I think of some of the people who I've known who have died through the years. and And it's true, when I think back, when I remember them, Many times, the ones who I've been to their funeral, uh, I do. I remember their funeral, Mm -hmm. right? And I remember that send-off. And uh, this is uh, maybe why... I know that I I sound like I'm joking a lot. I know I sound like I'm being silly here. But uh, I truly am only half being silly. So you might think I'm insane. And I might be insane, Okay. We're going to leave that possibility fully open. But uh, I am also serious uh, because I do, you know, this is just kind of a me thing. I want to have uh, something that is a memorable experience. And, you know, these are some of the things that I uh, love and that I find joy in, right? I love um, Mozart's Requiem. It really is one of my favorite pieces. And the thing about the Requiem is, if you look at what it's actually saying, the whole thing is praising God, which is another thing that is big and important in my life. So as silly as it sounds when I say I want Mozart's full Requiem performed by an orchestra and, you know, four singers at my funeral, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, buddy, that sounds pretty crazy. Right. And I get it. It is pretty crazy. But if there's a way to pull it off, I really want to pull it off. Um, partly because I am that crazy and partly because I love it, you know. And if I could pull off something insane like making everybody wear orange at my funeral, I think that would be hilarious, okay. And that, 
I do like uh, things that are hilarious. I like things that are funny. And I do, uh, orange actually is my favorite color, you know? So these things that I'm bringing up, they might sound like I'm just making a big joke and kind of a farce of this whole conversation, but I'm really not. Um, a lot of these things I'm actually serious about. And then some things I am joking about, you know, I thought of when you said, put things in your casket with you. <laughs> I thought, you know, it'd be really awesome is set up a trigger so that when the casket closes, it starts recording. It's like my voice and me saying, Hey, can somebody open this up? I can't breathe in here or something like that. That'd be hilarious, right? I don't know. <laughs> or like a knocking that. sound oh, or something like that, it. you know? Uh, uh, so, you know, they close it and then they hear this knocking sound. They're like, what was that? I think that'd be hilarious, you know? Um, I don't know. But, you know, um, each person is going to be different. And it's okay if you uh, want to go with something it's maybe a little off the wall. It's okay with you if you want to go with something that brings some lightness to uh, the occasion. It's okay if you want to go with whatever it is that you want to go with, you know. This is a snapshot of you. It's the final snapshot of you that will stick in people's minds. And I would say when you're planning your funeral... Put in, I mean, really, make it you. Put in some heavy doses of you in there. Because if you don't, and see, here's the thing about planning your own funeral. If you don't plan your own funeral, if you don't leave uh, these heavy doses of you in your funeral, then the only thing that's going to be in your funeral is other people's impressions of you. You don't get to make any statement at the end about this is who I am. This is who I want you to remember. This is me the way that I want you to remember me and to know me, right? Um, instead, you get other people's impressions, which may be pretty good, may be completely off, um, may not actually be true at all. So, like, people have said, oh, you could even, you know, write your obituary or mm -hmm. parts of your eulogy or whatever. And I kind of have a, so I'm willing to leave the facts, but I want, I want, of course there's things I want to be remembered for, but if I'm not remembered for those things, I don't want it to be forced on either. Right. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Maybe there's some things that not a lot of, you know, not a lot of people know necessarily because, you know, we've been away from, like, my family for pretty much 20 years, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, they're there, you know, but, you know, they don't, they don't really know me. Right. So it may be a thing that, you know, oh, yeah, you know... Here's some things about me that you may not know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think it's good to honor the things that people do know and do remember, but it's also a good way. F I think that your funeral should be a way of people remembering the things that they like about you, but also learning a little bit more about who you really are. Yeah, and that's another thing. So, you know, we do the 
another thing that I was going to say, having the songs. Oh, I already mentioned that for your memorial, the slideshow of your life or whatever, mm-hmm. choosing the songs for that. But we also did, we also did like a memorial table for each of my family members, like, you know, awards or things that they've done and, you know, things that represent who you are, you know, um, like if you're a teacher putting, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what I would put out there. That's something I haven't thought about is things that I would put out on that table, you know, definitely pick a nice picture of our family because that's like the center and probably a picture of, of one of my favorite, a favorite picture of Jesus Christ, or the temple, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that is important yeah, to you. Yeah, the, so things that are important, things that were important in your life, you know, if you're, uh, if you're an awesome crocheter, is that the right word? Someone who crochets, put a... Sure, it's something a word you, Something you crochet out there, you know. Um, so those type of things so you can make a list of those things oh yeah put this thing out or i collect coins put put a little display of my coins or, or well you don't want them stolen so maybe a picture of your mm-hmm. coin <laughs> i don't know or have someone out there um well, standing by here your memorial table or whatever um so yeah like let it let it be so people know you what's important to you some other things that i didn't cover were you going to say more about that well you you told a little bit about yourself so i was thinking maybe i would list the songs that i wanted in my in my slideshow where is my list there forever it took me forever to find a favorite song in my life and when i heard enya's echoes in the rain Mm -hmm. i was like i found my favorite song so that will definitely be in my funeral video oh and then um that jack johnson song better together oh okay um and then also because uh, that's now kinda, that we're apart yeah <laughs> and then another one is um the queen song you're my best friend oh okay okay i thought you were gonna say the show must go on but you're my or yeah. or who wants to live forever yeah, no. <laughs> that would be good too no I'm thinking about, and then just, they're just don't do fat bottom oh, yeah. girls. And, I don't think that would go over. And very well. um, dancing queen by Abba, because that's so that's the song that my reminds my family of me because it was like my song when I was a teenager, and I love to dance, not like real dancing, just I like to dance. <laughs> so, uh, just a little bit about me there. Those you'll see if you come to my funeral. You'll hear those songs in my my memorial slideshow. And, you know, and it's okay also, you know, uh, whenever you die, I'll probably make a video with a song of my own choosing. And you can't stop me. Okay. Uh, you know, it's okay also, you know, maybe there's something that I will remember her with. It's all okay. Um honor her wishes but all you know and it's kind of a balancing act i think you know honoring the wishes of the person who's died as well as honoring the people who were closest to them we're going to figure all that out just hopefully not too soon and the other thing is is as i got my funeral plan out to prepare for this episode i was like 
Um, maybe I need to update this. There were some things on there. I'm like, I don't know that I want that anymore, you know? So you might want to get it out every once in a while. And, but it's about time to wrap this up. There's a couple things that I didn't cover. Paul bears. Do they have like a new, cause it seems like all the funeral stuff, you know, funerals are now called, what are they called? Uh, celebration of Celebrations life. Celebrations of life. Right. And they don't call eulogies. They call them life story. You yeah. know, a lot of people change. Are Paul bears still the same? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So Paul bears, I think are a thing. And look, touching on that whole celebration of life thing or, or whatever, I think it's fine to just have a funeral. Oh, I don't yeah. think you need it's... to have a celebration of life. I think that a lot of that kind of stuff um, many times is trying to sidestep the fact that somebody is dead. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's like kind of like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, it's it's not a sad thing. We're, we're happy when I don't think that they really are. I think that a lot of times when people do that kind of stuff, they're trying to fool themselves. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with just saying, you know what? Uh, a person who we love and who we care for has died. We're here to, comm- to commemorate their death and to remember this person who has died. And we still love this person and we are sad. It's okay, I think, when somebody who you love dies to be sad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to even maybe be depressed for a little while. I don't think you need to try to change that or sugarcoat it. I don't think that you need to change the names of things uh, so that it seems more palatable to you. I think that that's kind of part of what this is all about. This whole podcast is helping everybody to be comfortable with it and to not feel like they have to sugarcoat death. Like, okay, well, we have to change the narrative because death is too depressing, right? You can celebrate a person's life at a funeral. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, you can celebrate a person's life with a eulogy. We don't need to be changing terminology. We don't need to be pretending uh, that things aren't as sad or as uh, down as they are. Somebody died. It's sad. You're going to be down. And I think it's, personally, I think it's kind of foolish and counterproductive to try to pretend otherwise. I do these tangents. Sorry, guys. It happens. <laughs> so, along with the slideshow thing, you could also set aside photos you want included, um, whether digital or, you know, you actually used to print them out. Um, and then the last thing that I have on here is, um, we touched on it a little bit earlier, if you want to have your family dinner catered. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, uh, like all my family ones, our church provides that for the family members. So in that case, you're not going to, um, if you're having a church or an organization provide the family dinner, because I know in in Wyoming, the town sometimes would provide that family dinner right. as well. So you're not going to create the menu if someone's donating your dinner. But if you're, right. if you um, decide I want to have it catered, I want this because this is my favorite food, or I want this because I like spicy food and no one else does because that's. <laughs> you remember when I was saying uh, that one time when I was talking about how my funeral is going to be pretty awesome? Saying food is a big part of my life. Yeah. And. Uh, 
You're going to have some good food. I'm just saying. Maybe. I mean, y'all are going to have some good food. I won't. <laughs> um, but it's going to be good. So, yeah, who you want it to cater it, what, or if just the menu is important, whatever. Um, you could, you know, if you have fam like Oliver, if he had a family member that he would be willing to probably make the food uh, for somebody who died if you wanted a specific yeah. specific menu, you know. That's, and, and, you know. So maybe you have someone like that that would be willing. And, and it's important to understand also, you know, and I won't, I don't know if I'm describing anybody else other than myself, but... Um, you know, uh, actually preparing food and making something good to eat and whatnot is actually a way that I like and I actually kind of prefer to show my love for other people, mm-hmm. okay? And so, you know, I expect when you die, there's probably going to be people who are saying things to me like, oh, Oliver, you don't need to be cooking Oh, Oliver, you don't need to be doing that. Oh, Oliver, don't you worry about making things or whatever. But, um, you know, when you die, I am probably am going to make a lot of the food myself. Oh, we haven't discussed that. No, we haven't. This is just something that I've thought of. Uh, But, you know, I probably will make a lot of the food myself. Not because uh, nobody else wants to. Not because I feel like I have to. Not because of any other reason... Uh, other than because that is how I would want to show my love for you and my appreciation for everybody else showing up uh, to help remember you and send you off, right? And so that's something that's meaningful uh, to me. Um, And, you know, maybe there's something else uh, that you have that you want to be involved in and you know if you're if you're like me and you're insane and you want to spend uh, all the time making some crazy food for a funeral that you're attending then you know I think that it's important you know for other people to understand that that is a meaningful and it's an important thing it's not a burden for somebody to do something that they love and that they want to do to honor and to remember somebody. You know, whether it's cooking, whether it's uh, maybe somebody writes an original music piece for a funeral, or they uh, want to perform it in some way and it takes hours of practice or whatever. Whatever it is, um, it's okay. And I would just say to, you know, anybody going to support and help, uh, especially that immediate family the, um, at the funeral. You don't need to tell people what they uh, should and shouldn't be doing. You don't need to tell people what they can and can't be doing. Um, and one thing, we, I think we've kind of beat around this issue, and I think I want to hit at it one more time, just to hit it squarely on the head and make it absolutely clear. It is important when you are family members showing up at a funeral or even friends showing up at a funeral to be cognizant of and to remember who are the most important people there. 
Everybody who's there at the funeral loves the person who has died, clearly. Okay? Or they probably wouldn't be there, in most cases. But the people who uh, are closest, who are most important, and who should be highlighted the most, um, are the immediate uh, family members. The people who that person really had the closest relationship with. As much as you love your brother or your sister, um, it's their spouse and their children, not you. If they didn't have a spouse or children, if they lived with you, then it's probably you. Um, whoever was the person that really was closest to that person in their day-to-day -day life. Um, everybody who is connected to that person is important, but there are some people who are more important and who are most important. And it's important that when you uh, show up to that funeral, you honor uh, that fact, you honor that relationship, and you don't do things that would steal the attention away from those people, steal, uh, I don't know, steal the spotlight. All of these things sound, uh, I don't know, I, I don't really like the way they sound. They sound like, it's not about attention. It's not about spotlight. I'm, it's I'm about the, what I'm thinking uh, about is what you're trying to say is respecting those their wishes. Right, respecting them and showing ultimate and utmost respect to them because the fact of the matter is that they are the ones who are feeling the loss the most. Uh huh. Uh, as much as you feel the loss, as much as you love that person, as much as you're going to miss them, I guarantee you will never miss them as much as those people who are closest to them. An uncle died recently, you know. Um, I will never miss him or uh, feel that loss as much as his wife and his children. So th they are the people who need to be honored and respected the most um, with his passing. And all of these situations, it's important to, to know, know your place is kind of what I want to say. I, I feel like that sounds a little harsh sometimes, but it's true. It is important to know your place and to know the place of other people in this person's life and to not try to uh, take more for yourself than what is actually due. I don't know. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think we're way past time. Oh, are we? Yeah. Sorry. So so we'll move on to our cookies. <laughs> so uh, this week we are doing white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. We stopped in at Price Chopper. I was like, I mean, stores have got bakeries, you know? And so, I don't know, Price Chopper seems to be an okay store. So yeah. we decided to try them out. Plus uh, white chocolate macadamia nut cookies um, are addictive. And our, yeah, our whole family, I think if, if white chocolate macadamia nuts and any other cookie was out, probably every single one of us, maybe not Dominic, I don't know. I but don't know. But, I know Joseph yeah. was like, oh yeah, get that kind when we went to the store. And I know when I deployed, um, you know, in the chow hall, oftentimes they would have cookies. And if there were white chocolate macadamia nut cookies, I would find myself sitting at the table looking at my tray going, how in the world did those cookies get there? Because it was like my hand just would reach out on its own. I had no control. They're addictive. 
So it's a pretty good flavor. They're a little bit more dry. These are definitely more of a crunchy cookie. I mean, it's got white chocolate mm -hmm. and it has macadamia nuts. So. And these are pretty good. It's pretty hard to go wrong like that. I would like a little bit more chewiness personally. But the ratio of the mix-ins are decent. Mm -hmm. The flavor of the cookie itself is not bad. Like I said, I think the consistency is a little bit off. I think maybe the butter was a little bit too warm when they actually made the cookies, which, look, I get it. It's a grocery store. You got a lot of things going on. Maybe your uh, cookies aren't the ideal temperature when they go in the oven. And that might just be a personal preference kind of thing anyway. Yeah, because I've when we've been looking for places to get cookies, like they have, there was one place that was like, chewy cookies or I don't know if they named them crunchy cookies like or what Crisp, the maybe crispy. yeah it's like oh so people actually like like my mom's cookies they were always crunchy yeah <laughs> but um sometimes I think she didn't know how to sometimes use sometimes that's due to over baking I think it's because you're supposed to pull them out before they look done I think we're gonna sign off for now Thank yep. you so much for joining us today on Life, Death, and Cookies. Um, if you could share it, subscribe, uh, comment. Did we leave anything out? Give us a good review. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we really, really do appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.